big plus side when you find the issue uh, of technical difficulties mm -hmm. early on. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, what, ha what, ha what happened to us? It's been two <laughs> weeks since I've said that. So, uh, with Nate, Stacy, and Hugh. Nathan. Oh, geez. Okay, Nathan. Yeah. Ned. And whatever. Nathaniel. Mm -hmm. Any other name that we have? Uh, the great one. Negary. Watch out. Watch, Whoa, that watch was your close. mouth there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was <laughs> Flying a little too close to the sun with that one. You want to join the, uh, the grifter-in-chief on the... Absolutely not. No, I know. No. I know. Uh, how was everyone's two weeks? Delightful. It was actually kind of nice, like, not having to worry about, <laughs> like, oh, I got to do this on Tuesday. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know, we can always shift it to a Wednesday or a Monday. It was just, like, a nice little vacation. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured. I, I did miss you guys. Oh, that's I, I miss this, actually. I mean, nine days of toddlers. Nine days. Yeah, you went on a vacation that did not sound like a vacation. It was and it wasn't. It was, it was nice to get away. It was nice to be uh, out of this. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to come back to this as well. Uh, you know, I, was go, I went to go visit a, a friend and his family. And he has friend a of the show. Friend of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a lovely uh, three-year-old, and he's got another on the way. Uh, another three-year-old on uh, the way? No, he's got another child uh, on the that's way. That's unfortunate. Uh, and then I went to go see my nephew, who's two, just turned it. And uh, they're entertaining. But exhausting. Yeah. I don't know how parents, um, any of our listeners out there who have children, hats off to you. Because those are soul-sucking life energy succubuses. Now you know how we feel every Tuesday. From, from <laughs> two to three Pacific time. That's, that's, that's my... Wait, I'm, I'm the one who's three-year-old knows care. how to push buttons. So all those kids. Yeah, that's true. You know, They're as you really guys say, a them. monkey could do my job. Probably a gerbil, too. I don't think a gerbil no. could reach the buttons. Eh. Uh, of course. Why there, there's like one. No, I'll be right back. <laughs> you guys go ahead. Talk talk amongst yourself while I fix something. The Holy Roman Empire was neither holy nor Roman. Discuss. <laughs> a peanut is neither a pea nor a nut. No. Discuss. <laughs> Discuss. I love Linda Richmond. That's a coffee talk. Coffee is a, talk with Linda. That's Richmond. a reference that may or may not go over everyone. Well, depending on, I'm not really I sure the, the breakdown of our. Right on her, uh, I think I don't care. Talk. I don't care. The thing is, is that it there is a there is Google, there is YouTube, there was enough Linda Richmond. Look it up. Yep. If you don't know who Linda Richmond is, coffee talk with Linda Richmond. Just Google it. You find it. You'll love it every it's, day. It was played by the guy who played uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. Also played the voice of Shrek. Mm -hmm. Might know him. Also yeah. the executive, uh, the record executive in Bohemian. Yeah. Which I I watched on HBO because I'm not going to pay money money for it. I'm right. Just pay with my. Actually, I have a free subscription. Oh. Yes. Um. Thank you. One of the one of the few things AT and T has given me. Oh, that's that I nice. I appreciate. Um, but uh, that movie is terrible. Oh yeah. The movie's terrible. It is. It absolutely is terrible. It is. It's funny. I have a lot of people I know who love that movie. I get loving it in the fact of, like, you get to listen to a lot of Queen music. It's kind of like a big, bad music video. I, I kind of watch bits and pieces on my trip, and it cuts so much. I'm like, it's no fluidity through the no. story. Mm -mm. Um, it's no... I, I never actually really even care that much about Freddie Mercury. That's that's a disappointing and, thing, and that's a, and that's and that that has nothing to do with Rami Malek. It has to it has to do with the script, and the direction, which is all over the place, and we know why. Well, um, for those of you who don't know, that's because they had two directors. Because mm -hmm. uh, first director got fired for what exactly? Mm -hmm. Fucking children. rampant pedophilia. <laughs> that does, uh, it seems to be a trend that's going on in our society right now. It's a trend that's always been going on in society. Well, do you hear about Epstein? Uh, not Epstein. Uh, who was the, the attorney? Oh, Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz? Yeah, how about he it's wants disgusting. to make the legal age 16 now? Yeah, of course. He, he just, just keep digging. Just keep digging, yeah. Alan. Just keep digging your hole. You're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but yeah, but Bohemian, I was just like, this is... The dialogue was so terrible. It was so trite. It was like nothing that you could have seen. Like I, a behind the music about Queen back in 1994 was way better mm -hmm. than this movie. Well, the problem was is that um, Roger, uh, Roger, whatever last name is, and Brian May had mm -hmm. so much creative control mm -hmm. that they controlled the whole narrative. If you in the true history of Queen, 
those two were doing just as many drugs as yeah. Freddie. But they totally they glossed it over like that those guys were like the, good, family the good ones. Yeah. And they were I mean, they were I don't know I don't know if they were having the drug orgies, but they were doing the drugs, but of course they they put that part out. Oh. They're like, No, we we cleaned up our act yeah, and we got good. married and stuff like that. We didn't fuck other chicks and feel like a, a Guns N' Roses movie where Slash is Slash wrote it and he's like, Oh, that was all Axel. We didn't, exactly. we didn't do anything. We yeah, were, no, Duff Duff and <laughs> Duff and Slash didn't do there's anything. A, there's a scene of Duff and Slash at like a book club meeting. <laughs> like, what do you guys think Axel's doing tonight? I don't know. <laughs> Axel's in the middle of an orgy. <laughs> well, did you guys see Dirt by chance? Yes, I did. Off I of your I suggestion. Watch it, no. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I didn't have like big hopes for it. But it, it and it was kind of like campy in that sense for Netflix. Yeah, yeah but it kind of it stayed in its lane. Yeah, it's that eighties well, hair metal. And those, mm-hmm. But those guys freely admit they don't they don't care about sugarcoating their lives. Right. They, yeah. they wrote a and book they, about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dirt. And they did yeah. and, and they didn't sugarcoat no. their lives. And they also didn't try to make be like, oh, this is gonna be and we're gonna make art here. They're like, no, like, oh, you want to pay us to make the our book and, and and our lives into a film. Fine, awesome. Let's just have some fun with the, this shit. The one part they sort of sugarcoated is, you know, Vince Neil killing a person. Oh yes. But he was probably like, guys, you can put anything you in, anything in you want. Let's let's ignore that little part. Well, they, they didn't. They did. They, they put that in. Yeah, but it they, wasn't as bad as it, as oh, it as was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty bad. And and also like, also how much that contributed that well, how much that contributed to a lot of issues that ended up happening in general to the LA um, rock scene Mm -hmm. at that time with that, with hit with that death. I mean, he was almost like from what I remember, granted we were young at that time, but I just, I remember in a sense, like everybody was sad and they knew what happened, but Vince was kind of blackballed in a sense. Like Mm -hmm. people didn't want to be associated with him for a while because of that, Mm -hmm. as well as like all his legal issues from it. And then also they did, they they could have delved deeper a little bit into Vince losing his daughter. Like, I think we talked about this before. Like that was really sad. And I remember it. I remember it on MTV and them talking about it. And that was like, cause he really loved his daughter a lot. So I felt like, you know, they, they, they brought it in, but there could have been a little bit more, mm-hmm. but anywho, I found, I found dirt more entertaining and I liked it more than Bohemian Rhapsody. I just found myself rolling my eyes so many times, also stopping it several times, being like, how much longer is there in this? Like going and do something else. And I was like, I'm going to get through this film. Oh my fucking God. The Live Aid scene was well made at the end. Yeah. I mean. Well, they had to emphasize the, I guess the last time everyone really saw him at his, at, at a peak, which wasn't his peak. Well, no, but they, they, um, he wasn't diagnosed with AIDS until after that. They totally fucked up that, that mm-hmm. yeah. timeline. Well, I know they did that on purpose. Yeah, because it, it's a better story. Yeah, yeah, it, it puts it more. Mm-hmm. But I, but just the, you know, if you go back and watch the side by side of the, they just shot it really well. Mm-hmm. Like, they did down to the slightest details. Mm-hmm. Well, they, okay. I'm sorry, and I think I said this to the two of you. They, the teeth that they put into his mouth were just too big. They were too big. And yeah, I think like, I heard some stuff that they actually did have to shave him down. But I was like, look, you don't have to put Freddie Mercury-sized teeth in his actual mouth. Yeah. You just need to put large teeth that look like Freddie's uh, that are appropriately sized into Rami's mouth. Like, yeah. Because otherwise, he looked like he was in pain sometimes, yeah, yeah. like saying those words, like trying to make it happen, like trying yeah. to talk around that prosthetic with a British accent sounding like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, like, right. that's really tough. When you think of just ask any just casual fan of Queen or casual music fan, and they say, "When I say Freddie Mercury, what do you think?" Their first thought isn't the giant teeth. Like no. that's, but they made it in the movie such a big deal out exactly. of it. Exactly. I think that's maybe yeah. that's what the bigger problem I had was that there seemed to always be. I kept looking at the teeth in his mouth. Yeah. Well, that's a bit weird. Yeah. I I, I guess I didn't really focus in on it much. I I didn't grasp my you know, attention that well. Now, with that being said, my mom's going to hate that fact I said that, but, you know, mm. she's, a, she's a big fan of the movie. Yeah, they love it. I'm they a big mind. fan of Queen. That's why I, like, was yeah. like, nah, I don't like this movie very much. Well, moving on. Yeah. Uh, we can, so, can stay in the lane of uh, movies, if you would like, or we can bounce around. What lane would you like to switch to? Well, no, I was just saying, I, I was telling you guys the other day via text message, and you were disappointed that I brought it up even, that there's a remake of Critters coming. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I responded to that. No, you were angry. You were both angry about that one. 
Like why would, or mostly you, Stacy? Like, you know, like why we don't you, need one. We, why? Well, no, none of us need another Critters. That was it was a fun movie then. Mm-hmm. Leo was in Critters three. Was he? I believe I so. Um, I think in I fact, saw, there was three of them. I think I saw Critters. Billy Zane was in the first one. Uh, yeah, I think I saw Critters one at a sleepover. That seems like a. That's yeah. a sleepover type of movie. Like, Sounds about right. That's what I saw, it and 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 I was fine with that. It was creepy. My apologies. This is going to be a TV movie, so that's actually a little bit. I can deal with that more so than a theatrical. Okay. I never cared for those movies growing up. Not because yeah. I found them scary or not. I just found them stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. They're, they're dumb. Like you yeah. don't. There's a people. There's enough people with dumb original ideas that could get made. Yeah. Why do we need to make remake a dumb idea? Now, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes quality. Well, only if George Clooney's in yes. it. <laughs> Again. <laughs> true. That's true. Okay, are there movies that you would want to see remade then? Schindler's List. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. Do we have the positive end of that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is a movie that I want to see remade. I could do with Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, Flight of the Navigator, Last Starfighter, Kroll. Last Starfighter for sure. Uh, yeah, Last Starfighter could be really better cool. Effects. I just think better about effects. like sci-fi. Exactly. Yeah. Effects, yeah. Anything with better effects, it, it's just classics don't yeah. need to be redone. Yeah. Well, like, and, and Last Starfighter could be cool, like, making it into a, a series again. Like, well, almost would... like a la, like, Battlestar Galactica. Just, you can't get rid of the theme song. No. Start, yeah. One of the best theme songs of, of any movie ever. Isn't Ron Moore doing a new sci-fi series? I think he is. Like, he's gone back to... Because he was Battlestar Galactica, and obviously he worked on Star Trek for many years. And I forget what else he did, but then he also did... Then he did Outlander. And now I think he's going back to... I mean, Outlander's still on, but I think he's he's got a new show, and it's a, hmm. it's a sci-fi space show. And I was like... <gasps> I will most definitely be watching that. He's doing Star Wars, Star Wars Underworld. Um, there's a iRobot 2. Oh, good. Uh, Magic Kingdom. Early, earlier screenplay. So it, it, probably not him. And then For All Mankind, uh, which is a, a space thing. So I don't... Mm. Who knows? Off, off the top of my head. I'm, I'm still recovering from having seen the trailer for Picard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Oh That's the only God. reason I will get um, CBS? CBS All Access is for Picard. I have well, that. I don't know if I can share passwords. What? I don't know how that works. Do you watch the Enterprise show? Or the Discovery? Star Trek? Yeah, whatever. Uh, no, I, got, I, I actually got the CBS All Access a couple years ago. Because I don't, I, of all the net, my my slang has three of the four networks, not CBS, because they're, they're separate. I got it for my reasons for twofold. One, Big Bang Theory. Right. Because that's the only thing I watch on CBS. But the more important one was CBS football. Oh, right. So that's the only way for me to get Sunday football. But it, is, but it was mostly Big Bang Theory. Sorry, real quick. It is For All Mankind. That is the show that, oh, I, was, okay. that I was thinking of. I was like, okay. Because, yeah, because it's, it's what would have happened if the global space race had never ended. Oh, so yeah, which that's is an interesting. Take. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. All right, but go back. So you have CBS All yeah. Access for that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's off. It looks. Well, oof. they they just took CBS away from Directv now. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's. I mean, not that I watch a ton of CBS, but uh, my roommate has turned me into the old lady that she is, and we tape. Um, what is it? Sunday morning. CBS Sunday morning. CBS this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday, yeah, the one. CBS Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. And um, right. it's an hour and a half, and it's it's like a news magazine. Oh god! You know, but it's, it's like Sunday a morning t- roundtable type talk. No, 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 no. It's 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 um, closer to like a sixty minutes. Yeah, closer to sixty minutes, but usually more heartwarming. Okay, so positive-ish kind of thing. Yeah, or like something that like you can learn about too. And usually, I cry at least once. Yeah, my mom Most really likely my twice. mom really likes that show. Yeah, um I've I've become part of that demographic. I guess like once you reach 40, you've become the demographic that oh, I'm a woman and does, watches CBS on Sunday morning. Does Gail do the Sunday too or just during the week? No, Jane Polly does oh. does Sunday. Yeah. Cuz she took over for I think there was somebody in between, but Charles Corral did the original one. Mm. So, it's got that weird son. The son actually creeps me out. 
people know what I'm talking about. But yes, no yes, I know exactly. But yeah, I, I, I thought no we were clue. talking about a child, but I know the exact son you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, the son has always kind of creeped me out. It's like a, a backdrop. Lo- ba- yeah, yeah, logo backdrop. Does caricature. it have like eyes and things? Yeah, like? it has okay. eyes. All right. It's like a it's like a lithograph of a son right. from probably like I don't know medieval like. It's it's actually the son from the Raisin Bran box. Okay, he's finally, <laughs> he's finally getting some work again after all these years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that was one of my childhood treat cereals. Raisin Raisin Bran? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's got enough sugar in it. Exactly. It does. Those are sugary cereal. Those raisins, those raisins are basically a jelly bean at this point. They're like coated in so much sugar. The bran part's fine. Yeah, but it was what made the bran part sufferable. Yeah, it's what made kids eat it. I was always a fan. Like, yeah, we had, you get a treat of like a sugary cereal once at a blue moon. I got one once a year on my birthday. Yeah, and then that would go in a day. Oh, yeah, that's a bit creepy. Yeah. Uh, I just got shown the sun. Yeah. That. My mom was always very proud that my one. Sh- well, when I was a younger kid, it was always Smacks. The uh, oh, the, the, with frog the frog. One? Yeah. yeah. But then as I got older, like you know, I, obviously as I got older, I could pick cereal whenever I wanted. It wasn't, right. But but my love, my favorite cereal since most of childhood is Honey Nut Cheerios, which is actually pretty good for it, you. Yeah. If, you're, if you're saying, hey, pick a sugar cereal, and I pick out Honey Nut Cheerios, mom was kind of proud. Do you know what cereal was ruined uh, to me by a movie? What? Police Academy Two Rice Krispie Treats. Why? Um, Did they put cum in there? No, uh, catch it. Ew. Um, they, they used it as kitty litter. The guy threw it out the kitty, like the poo, and then ate the cereal. And from then on, because we had cats growing up, I couldn't eat Rice Krispie treats. Oh, I can Or Rice Krispie cereal. It's the same way I feel about chocolate eclairs after Van Wilder. Mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just yes. kidding. I never liked eclairs anymore. I wasn't a big fan of eclairs either, but I kind of like yeah. think about Everybody that stuff. Everybody knows that scene. You're like, mm. Does anyone else also see Jim Jordan in the guy who was the yeah, antagonist yeah. in that? Yeah, the the. Oh my God, it's so true. Oh God, the just the visual of him eating all the eclairs. Oh, oh he's also in the lawsuit at OSU now. The guy from Van Wilder. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Yeah. Good. He so, should be. Yeah. Uh, on, like I guess uh, politics was a driving force throughout my trip. Yeah. It was by DC. Well, yeah, yeah. I oh, guess. Yeah. Um, there was a nice little uh, happy hour situation where I was introduced to the neighbors of mm-hmm. the homeowners association mm-hmm. and uh, you know a couple older like in their 80s were coming to California to live near their sons in the valley and they were worried about the immigrants Ugh. and you know the problems that they might have and how California is a liberal state <coughs> and I go well, no but yes well, just liberal by the city or the city to the cities well, like the gays before them, immigrants try to convert you to, to become immigrants. Yeah, they want you to work the fields with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You're one of us now. Yes. They want you to clean clean their homes yep. yeah. and raise their children. Exactly. You didn't you didn't swing through Baltimore, right? Oof. I did I not. That place is a hellhole. I heard it was very nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I've a only, beautiful. I, I like it. I like I've Baltimore been there a couple a times. It's Amazing a, you know. aquarium. This is the thing. Yes. So people really do that, and I'm just like... There's there are shitty parts of every fucking city. Absolutely, every it's city. it's just like when when I hear it's more more so women, but men will do complain. They'll be like, "There's no good men here. Like you can't date here. It's so terrible." And I go, "Oh fuck that shit." I was like, "You live in a city of like four million people. There are good people here to date." I was like, mm. "You can find the same assholes anywhere." I was like, if you want to look for trash on the sidewalk, you will find trash on the sidewalk. If you want to find trash in clubs, you'll find trash in clubs. I was like, if you want to find like beautiful parks, you will find a beautiful park. If you want to find a beautiful person with a good soul, you will find a beautiful person. Yeah, with a good I'm soul. gonna have to disagree with you. So there. I found plenty of beautiful people with good souls. I'm I just mean, not we're attracted right here doing to them. Show with you, so, so it's okay. you know, you're a piece of trash. I just picked up on the side of the road. Wow. <laughs> Uh, speaking of pieces of trash on the side of the road, yes. what do you guys think of the big Jake Paul wedding this weekend? Um, I had, I had they, no thoughts about they, it because oh, I didn't know that happened. Oh, it's good. Please inform us So more. Jake Paul, our, our favorite, uh, ha- he's the former the neighbor, less favorite of the two Paul brothers, Logan and Jake. Wait, the, was he the suicide one or? That was Jake. Okay. I'm sorry, that was Logan. He, he's the one who had the fake pregnancy scare. Yes, you yes. sent, you sent so that So this us. couple, they are both YouTubers. Terrible. Uh, and the Jake Paul and uh, Ta- Tana uh, Mongru, she of the one with the billboard right outside Tana. here. Tanya Mongru? Ta- I think T-A-N-A, so Tana, Tana Mongru. They, um, they are both influencers, both YouTubers. 
uh, Tana broke up with Bella Thorne to be with Jake Paul. Oh. This is this story. Okay. They got married over the weekend, and it was... Because uh, they've been together for like two months? A month. Maybe um, two um, months. Um, um, yes. They, were, they got married over the weekend, and it was... Because um, when you know, you know. When you know, you know. They charged, they live-streamed it, uh, and charged pay-per-view. Nice. Got, I, I respect this. It got 66,000 buy-ins, buys. Oh. And they, they said the range of 50 to $75 per, per view. Right. I don't know why there's a range. I don't know what I, gives you more I, coverage. Maybe, I don't know. So for 50 to $75, 66,000 people watched this service that was 10 minutes long. Nice. And it was, a fight broke out during it, but there seemed to be some question whether or not the fight was real or staged, because nothing these people do is real. They made at least $3.6 million. Uh, well, they didn't make a lot of it. A lot of it went, I mean, they made a, a, a chunk, but like, evidently the live stream had a lot of issues, glitchy issues, and since the whole damn thing was 10 minutes long, Google and Apple are on the, are reimbursing people. Well, that's And they're on the hook for it, so who knows how much these two made from the damn thing. Dude. And they're still but, gonna make some money from it. Yeah, yeah. So a fight broke out during it. During uh, the wedding. Yeah, uh, during the live during the ten minute live stream. <sighs> and the best part was the uh, minister or whoever was officiating. I don't know. Just if say it, officiant. The officiant, instead of saying matrimony, said cloutrimony, because mm. they are getting clout. Wait, which is, is that a disease? Yeah, uh, it, sh- it should be. Cloud is, you know, it's basically when you try to get, it's like a Q score. It's like being out there, getting known. You have more cloud is when you're more famous on, you get yeah, more I, I hits on YouTube and you have more followers. So th- th- everybody thinks this couple's fake anyway, but to, to declare it a uh, clout uh, tremony. And then evidently they got, uh, like what TMZ had one of their guys outside who just flat out asked Logan Paul, the brother, like, oh, how long do you think uh, this marriage will last? And he just looked at the camera and said, a month tops. So at least he's being honest. Respect the brother for that one. I hope they had a prenup. Yeah. I don't know how much. I mean, they're both fairly successful. Wait, what? The, exactly. Yeah, Wait, I don't know. And it's a, it's a, this is, California is a, uh, as a, as a mutual. 50-50. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. I forgot the, word, um, the term. Hey, but wasn't, isn't one of the Pauls in financial issues? Uh, G- uh, Logan, oh, okay. the other one, yeah, who went on uh, Fox Business last week. Oh. Saying that for the first time since he started doing this, his losses outweigh his, his Gains. Gains. Although, I mean, who knows what, how much he's telling the truth. I mean, the, these guys, are, they make all their money off of doing... St- they're basically the lesser... Um, uh, no, no, what was Steve-O and... and oh, what, Jackass. Jackass guys. They do stupid stunts like that, but I guess they figured out a way to monetize it better. Cause so they, like, Jake Paul owns a very nice house in Encino that who knows how much longer he'll own it. But, like, okay. they, they make some money off of it. They had that fight. Wait, Jake was the... F- or god damn it like there was a boxing match between him and they another. both they both fight other YouTubers in, okay. in celebrity boxing matches the, the Logan has actually showed enough skill beating up another YouTuber that he wants Dana, Dana White to let him fight in the in the cage for real oh there you go oh, that'll go over as well as CM Punk did it'll be the undercard for Tom Cruise um, Justin Bieber oh that'll be fantastic yeah look forward to that fight <sighs> we live in a wonderful what a time to be alive oh did you guys see the uh, Top Gun Two Maverick trailer. I uh, did. It's just Top Gun Maverick. There's no. Yeah. Two. Well, I know, but okay. And I am. Well, I, well, I sent it to you guys, and I was oh, like, No, I already did. I already sent it. I was like, and that 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 gay man made me super wet. Not gonna lie. It's, uh, <laughs> the whole premise is absurd. Like it is. Like he's still a captain because he runs so afoul of rules that yeah. you sh- you should have been a two star admiral by now. But he's but, he, but, he, but he's still but he's still so good. We still keep him on. We haven't dishonorably discharged so, him yet. So in the oldest navy pilot. Obviously, after this, people looked it up. The oldest navy pilot who still was active uh-huh. and a pilot was 54 years old, and Tom Cruise is 57. Mm. So it's not outside. I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's an outlier. Yeah. But there have been pilots almost that was age. Was this pilot in World War II? No, it's more, the guy retired not too long ago. Oh, okay. But the big, you hear about the big jacket controversy. This yeah. one is hysterical. Oh. So the, the, you know, the big, um, uh, pulls the bomb, in the, the new the trailer, jacket. pulls the bomber jacket out of his, out of the trailer, or out of the, the locker. Then he 
pulls off his sunglasses that he still had for the last 30 years, and then he pulls the sheet off his motorcycle, which would probably need some repair work if it's been sitting there for 30 years. Mm. Um, but no, so the bomber jacket, some eagle-eyed viewers who have a lot more free time than, uh, than we have noticed that... If you if you can picture the bomber, it's the bomber jacket from the first one. Yeah. If you can picture it, it patches everywhere. There was a cluster of patches on the back that were it, it was like four squares. It was U.S. flag, U.N. flag, Japan, Taiwan. Those were the four flags, mm. and those are pretty much just where U.S. bases are, mm -hmm. um, except for the U.N. So somebody noticed in this one, in that short, they they froze it that short scene when he's putting on the jacket. The Japan and Taiwan flags are not there. They're, they're, they look very similar. They're the same color schemes and similar shapes, but they're no longer the flags of those two countries. And people realized that this movie was financed by, the Chinese, by a Chinese company. China has huge problems with Japan oh, and yeah. Taiwan. Oh, yeah. So basically, they, they made the film production swap out those flags. And it's such a weird... No, you would have never noticed it, except that somebody just decided freeze frame, hey, there's something up with that, with that jacket. Yeah. Which is just stupid. Well, that's what happened with Red Dawn. Yeah. Uh, it was uh -huh. supposed to be China initially, but there was too much money coming in for the film, com film business that they had to turn it to North Korea, which we'll never see the movie. So. Yeah. And this wasn't even an attack on China. It was, an atta it, was, it was basically showing respect for two countries that China hates. Yeah, which still... Yeah. yeah. And we hate Mexico and Canada. Not, supposedly not quite like how they feel about taiwan they think that they own taiwan yeah taiwan yeah. the taiwanese yeah. do not believe that yes that's, owned. A, that's a different th agree to disagree that yeah. those two countries with who owns whom yeah well i think china owns us at this point in time yeah, so it's fair. they we have so much debt with but them. it was just such a stupid controversy eh. bomb ass jacket though no it is pun, a cool no, jacket no pun intended so we're gonna have a lot of uh top gun costumes coming out this this fall um yeah Maverick. Doesn't come out to like the summer of doesn't matter next it's just year. Out there. I think probably probably well, summer winter of next year. It's it's a long ways. I mean, granted, the, this was a Comic Con trailer, so those things can come out years. And like look at what Marvel did with the uh, Phase Four. They they were introducing movies that aren't coming out for years. Well, yeah, they have to. They have to show you what their plan is for the future. Oh, but. and that's that alone. Yeah. That's also been a huge controversy. The white men are up in arms again. Oh, because oh, yeah. of four. Because of well, three. The, there's three movie like. Okay. You know, part of Phase Four, it, you know, there's it's like twelve different things. Most of them are TV shows that are going to be on Disney right, Plus, Loki. like Loki, WandaVision, um, uh, the Falcon and the and the Iron so uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. Uh, they have that other one, which kind of an interesting thing. It's an animated show called What If, where they just oh. go through different parts of the movies and, and parts of the MCU and say, and basically they do an entire episode of What if this had happened differently? It's called The Watcher. It was a series of comic books. Where yeah. You know, there was like, what if Spider-Man had six arms? Like, you know, and like, yeah, Aunt May dies and things like and that. Yeah, they also are doing like sliding doors type shit. Like, yeah. what if what if Captain America hadn't been frozen in ice for 70 years? And mm -hmm. it's like, then what would have happened? You know, it's it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But the ones that people are up, the guys are up in arms, and yes, specifically Thor, Love and Thunder, because uh, Natalie Portman plays Lady Thor, and we can't have that. Well, it's part of the comic book series. Hey, holes, just get over it. And then, of course, Captain Marvel 2, and they're still upset about Captain Marvel 1. Oh, Jesus. And then Black Widow. Why just, you know, Black, Black Widow getting her own movie. Now, I would argue that... Black I Widow was supposed to have her own movie for a years ago, right? Yeah. I would argue, although the timeline now gets a little skewed because of the she's way... she's dead. Yeah. There could be a prequel or it could be a, a multiverse. I believe I read it takes place after Civil War, before Infinity War. Okay. But either, re, regard, irregardless, um, I just don't think that's an interesting story. She's, I mean, unless you told her backstory, but it's not definitely one of those, I'm not watching it because she's a woman. It's more like, I'm not watching it because she's kind of boring. I'm not watching it just because I don't watch any of those yeah. movies. But the, I'll watch it. Oh, I'm sure I'll watch it. I watch them all. Yeah. I mean, but, give me another Transformer movie. I'll go, oh, wait, I didn't go see Bumblebee. Oops. If we... Shame on me. There you go. If we could somehow find a way to focus the energy from all these white men that are so upset about female lead characters and like mm -hmm. harness this somehow, we'll have renewable energy forever. Mm -hmm. Like harness this anger that they have for no other reason than I hate women. Y yes. If we could, if we could bottle misogyny, yeah, and use it. To power an electrical grid, it would be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
the whole world would have power that way. In fact, but you know what I think that is? I, I think, I think what we would find is that that's like that goop, that sludge that was running Gwyneth out, uh, running. No, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, Ghostbusters too. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. Now that that horrible, everybody's like bad feelings and everything like that. That's what the misogyny is. That is the the like undercurrent that's yeah. running underneath this country world is like just all this like base these men who for some reason <laughs> can't I don't I don't know I don't get it like and just like just like the real misogyny that that pink goop was powered by anger remember when they were, yeah, ye- yeah, they were exactly. yelling that's at what it I, that's it what I'm saying it did like music though it did misogyny like must like music misogyny. they got the toaster to dance yeah as they long as you're not playing misogynist touch of liberty to walk down a yep. Like what Fifth Avenue? Yeah. Uh, it's funny when you say the misogyny and the hate via the fanboys. I think it's partly because they're just remaking movies and just gender swapping, and people are just like, just come up with something new for oh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Uh, Ghostbusters. What a, what, a, what a man wants is or. What a woman wants. What a woman wants. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, now it's what yeah. a man wants. Uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you have uh, Dirty. No, I just said Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Whatever that uh, Anne Hathaway and. Ocean's Rebel 8. Wilson. Oh yeah, I, I was fine with it. Ocean's Eight's fine because yeah. that's not—it's a standalone. It's yeah. its own yeah. thing. It's uh, and it's just using the ocean mm-hmm. name, which Sandra Bullock is the sister of Danny Ocean. Mm-hmm. So that's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, I still need to see it. I mean, and I agree. Like, I don't—I'm not all about like, oh, let's just do this and put women in it just because we should put women in it. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not—I'm not all about that either. Like it needs to be. I'm. I'm just not all about remakes or remaking stuff. Like if you have an interesting take on it, you want to do it. It's. It's the hatred that comes from it because they're not saying. Because a lot. There are some. Hashtag not all men, but a lot of it is just coming at. Coming at saying, there just shouldn't be women. Like if if you put a woman here, it's gonna make it terrible, and that's the difference. Mm. You know what I mean? When they say, like, you've ruined Ghostbusters because you put women in it. They might have ruined Ghostbusters because maybe it wasn't a good script. Yeah. I, I didn't see it. It so. wasn't a bad movie. I enjoyed so, it just fine. Yeah. I, Most yeah. people that I know that saw it enjoyed it. I still haven't seen it. I mean, it wasn't Ghostbusters, but I wasn't expecting it to be. It was such a cult and film. See, and see, and I think that's the problem that I have. And I think, in my opinion, this is this is Hollywood and the studio's problems, is that, like, you do somebody had an had an original idea that was similar to Ghostbusters, but with all women, and so then they read that script and they go, "Oh, you know what? We own this property of Ghostbusters. What if we just slap Ghostbusters on it and did this?" I'm not saying that actually happened, but I have a feeling that stuff like that happens. Sure. Or or they make the original Ghostbusters movie, which was supposed to be Dan Aykroyd and uh, John Belushi in space with ghosts. That way, space ghost, yeah. space ghost, yeah, space ghost. Well, you got to change the name. Yeah, exactly. There's a space ghost, but you know. But it, it's just the way that, like, that's fine if you don't think that that like you just don't want to see like women slapped on there or minorities slapped on there or you know something like that just because they need to reboot it or remake something and they need to make it different because it used to be all white men. I get, I get that if you don't want that, but it's when you start saying. A woman's going to ruin it. Or if you make a, a black man James Bond, you're going to ruin it. You know what I mean? Like, oh. shut the fuck up. Well, they're, they're making 007 a black woman, which I think is fantastic. I think so, too. Well, and also, the people getting all upset about that, I go, wait a minute. And I have never read all the books. I have not seen every single 007 movie, but I have seen quite a few. There's many times it's been referenced that... 007 is a code given yeah. to certain yeah, agents. that's the whole point. Exactly. Yeah. So there are many 007s. Well, no, there's one 007 at a time. Yeah. What it is, is there's going to be, she's not going to be James Bond. James Bond right. is retiring. She's just a 007. 007. There's a 006 who was Sean Bean in Goldeneye. Yes, exactly. Um, so there was someone who replaced him when they thought he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, there was a, yeah, there's always been a double O yeah. somewhere. There's always a dead one because yeah. a view to a kill when he's going through the snow in Russia, uh, he finds a microchip. That was a double O. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so... Whatever, it, five, I think it was in that one, but... Yeah, because, like, he says... Because even Daniel Craig says to Judy Dench, like, I hear double O's don't last very long. Yep. Don't live very long. Mm-hmm. Like, so, hello. And M was replaced with M. Right. So, it's... You're yeah. always an M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An M... And, always a Q. And, yes. Or an R. And M has been 
Yeah, exactly. And then be a, been a man. Emma's been, em, em was Emma's, always a man until Judy Dench. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nobody mind Judy Dench because Judy fucking Dench. Judy. Hey, it's Dame, Dame Judy, Judy fucking Dame. Dench to yeah, you. All right. Yes. Dame I knew I was going to get that from you. I am very disappointed that Dame Judy Dench is in Cats. <laughs> How dare she put herself in Cats? Oh, we ha- did we not? We have not talked about Cats yet. No. She she was in the original Broadway or uh, West End version. She was. That's fine. Yeah. Playing playing Gris. I don't remember what character she played. Probably the same but one. But, like, I, I remember reading that Andrew Lloyd Webber actually had her in mind when he was writing it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I'm like, no, She girl. wasn't a dame then. She was just Judy fucking Dench. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think, like, in theory, you'd think that uh, Grisella, Gr- Grisella. Gris, I, it's, I don't, it's something like I that. don't remember In all theory, of them. you'd think that, oh, Judy Dame, dame Judy Dench should play that role in the movie, but I don't think she can sing. She certainly can't sing like Jennifer Hudson can. No. That's it, yeah. And I remember Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley, yeah. I think, won the Tony for yeah. playing for playing she, her in Cats. And yeah, she's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Betty Buckley's from my hometown. She um, was just um, at the Grisabella. Grisabella. We were close. Yeah. Yeah. Betty Buckley's still out there. Still, mm-hmm. still hitting the pavement. Still, still making that paper. She is. She's a hustler, baby. Yeah. Just want you to know. No, the, it's terrifying. The and, and they didn't even get the the. That's the word I'm looking for in terms of, you know, like they're tiny, furniture's big, the, mm-hmm. I can't think of the Oh, the proportions. Proportions. If you look at the trailer, the cats are way too small. Yeah. Like, I yeah. get you wanted, you wanted to, like, have they ever seen a, a human, like human cat, a real cat in real life? Uh, yeah. Because they made the cats the size of, like, hamsters. Yeah. That makes no sense. It's, there's nothing about, I just was like, no, I know. I mean, we already know I'm not a huge musicals person, even though we've got our guilt. Oh, and oh, I'm the, I'm you're, the, you're the, you're and, the lead. And I don't that. even think this looks good. Although, as a general rule, as much as I loves me, my musicals, movie adaptations are generally uh, not wonderful. I mean, I think the only one that I liked was Chicago. I liked Les Mis with Hugh Jackman and everybody. I liked oh, it. I didn't, I didn't see it, but I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to go see that. And if we're going to go... Well, like, oh, okay, we're just sticking to musicals, not plays. Um, Rent was a weird one because they, they just used the actual cast of Rent, except mm-hmm. the only person they swapped out was Rosario Dawson was in the movie mm-hmm. because Daphne Rubin-Vega from Broadway, she's like, I'm in my 40s now. I can't play, yeah. I can't play a teenager. But the, everybody else was straight from it. But they made it 10 years too late. Yeah. Kind of, it was just like the stupid Entourage movie. Yeah. Not that I cared about the Entourage movie. They waited way too oh, no, long no, no, to no. make They it. waited long enough to make that even worse than it possibly could yeah. be. That writing was so... F- I, it's such a bros movie. Like, there are guys who just would love it no matter what. I, I just... I, I went to go see it. I feel sad inside that I can admit this. <laughs> you can still feel that? Yeah, sadly. I can, mm. I can feel sadness. Sadly, he can feel sadness. <laughs> when it comes to movies, yes. This is something I, I still have... Where I'm like, maybe this could be okay if they do it. R- oh no, they did that. No, no. Ugh, so. I watched maybe one or two episodes. I think I remember the pilot because I remember they had lunch at Fred Siegel. Yes. In the pilot, and yes. then they did some absurd uh, driving trip where they were on Sunset heading west, and somehow ended up in Long Beach. And I was like, that, that doesn't make sense. Um, their their teleport- teleportation skills are very good in that mm-hmm. show. And I, but I will never forgive the show or the viewers for. Um, so from now on, I guess we have to call Emmanuel Shriki Sloan, when in reality she was the star of the greatest romantic comedy of all the time, On the Line with Lance Bass. But instead, we have to know her as Sloan. Stupid. Yeah. On the. Is on, that the one with him and? Um, Joey Fat one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Joey Fat one. <laughs> and uh, J-, J. Tim got a uh, cameo at the very end, and the. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. My our friend Mike and I went to go see it in the theater at the Century City Theater, and uh, oh, it probably was about a 12 year old, 11, 12 year old birth, girl's birthday party because we were. We were there, and it was all screaming girls. And, the, the, and I believe their parents had dropped them off. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, when J-Tem came on for a cameo, playing a flamboyantly gay hairstylist, which, whew, that wouldn't fly right now. But the, 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 everybody in the crowd went just batshit. Of course they did. Of course they did. We do have to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because mm. Brianna's in it. Yeah. Bri is in it. Wrong. Friend of ours. Friend of ours. Friend of the show. 
from the den. Yes. Do we know if she's in it? She yeah. is in it. Okay, yes. great. And, and okay. actually recognizable yeah. in it because my I, I spoke with Susan this morning. I was shocked that my parents saw it this weekend. Oh. I was shocked that she would see a Tarantino movie because she's not a big fan of language. I think it's the uh, the era. Yeah, she possibly. wanted to see it because she, she was 19 that summer. Oh, wow. So okay. that's like wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, she she said she was holding off giving her real opinions until I see it. So I guess there's lots to discuss. Probably. But I mentioned she she mentions a lot of these people in it that she didn't realize were in it, mm-hmm. and she was like going through the 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 Manson family, all the young women in the Manson family, and she she recognized certain ones of them like Dakota Fanning, mm-hmm. Lena Dunham's one of them, and oh, you, no way. they don't really market them. And but she mentioned and um, she's like there was this other one this I I don't know the character's name but if you told me. I would know it, and I so I was on IMDb this morning, just going through the mm-hmm. not the women because none of the women were like no names. I'm just going through the names. I got to Breeze, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, that name, that sounds familiar. She was really good." So I have no idea how much my mom could be confusing it. Or Bree has a substantial part. Well, and I was well. I ended. I kind of had to Google it because I wanted to know because last time I'd seen Bree, she didn't know if she was making the final cut or not. And so I read this article, and it was about. Um, the Sharon Tate, Margot Robbie's role as Sharon Tate, and how how after Can, you know, there was a lot of he got a lot of pushback that that she barely had any roles, or be, be, roles any lines, any lines. Yeah. and he was like, I reject that. Well, apparently they did redo it again, and the scene that Brie is in was cut out from Can, but was put back oh, in, good. and then it gives actually more life and more backstory to Sharon Tate, and it's a it's a scene where Sharon picks up. Um, a hitchhiker and and takes this girl to like Westwood like they they go to they basically tra- traverse picks her up in Hollywood and takes her over to the west side and and they have a conversation they have a nice conversation and they give each other a hug and then that's it but they have this it's kind of like a revelatory conversation I guess and it's kind of important and so that being put back in there and there was I guess some other stuff that was put back in after can um, helped, but I was like, "Oh, that's that's Bree scene." I was yeah. like, "That is Bree scene," because there's another hitchhiker, but that's not her. Her character's name is Cheyenne, the happy hitchhiker. Exactly. So when yeah. you see it, check it out. And one of my, one of the women who comes to the studio, and she is 80 years old. She spins <coughs> four to six times a week. Wow. Yes, and uh, she went and saw it over the weekend. She was like, "I loved it." She was like, it didn't feel as long as I thought it was going to be. And she was like, I absolutely loved it. She was like, it was different. I liked it. I didn't think I would. My husband made me go, and I really liked it. And I was like, oh, cool. So, yeah. It's, you know, Quentin doing his historical take on something that, you know, he's been doing this recently uh, recently with, like, Inglorious Bastards, yeah. Django Unchained, and now this. Reimagining. I don't, from what I've heard, this one, like, nothing could be more reimagined than yes. Inglorious Bastards. When they... Oh, yeah, yeah. Kill Hitler. Spoiler alert, they blow Hitler up in a movie theater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. But yeah, he tweaks things. Yeah, well. heard, there's already a bit of controversy with this one with uh, Bruce Lee. You heard that? Bruce Lee's no. daughter is not happy. Bruce Lee, I knew Bruce Lee was portrayed in this. Oh. But the way they portrayed him, the Lee family is not happy about oh. it. Uh, probably not in a positive, like probably kind of a douchey. It, well, without, I don't think it spoils anything because it's kind of an auxiliary scene. But basically, Brad Pitt beats Bruce Lee in a fight. <laughs> and Bruce Lee's daughter's like, yeah, no, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's Quentin Tarantino being Quentin Tarantino, I guess. Then. Yeah. So I wonder if there's going to be any uh, situation of lawsuits there. Possibly. No. Defamation. I, I don't I think don't it's know. that extreme. Well, you never know. You know, this is Hollywood. People sued for less. It's true. I don't know. Roman would have to come back to the U.S. Oh, a plant. That we, oh, I guess he would be a character in this one. I believe he is a character. He has is to it? be. Yeah. Well, Sh- Sh- Sharon Tate's husband. Shannon Tate's yeah. husband. Yeah. But he wasn't there. Sharon, yeah. Like he was out of town. Yeah. So. He was. But but, it, I, but it's not just that weekend. No. Is it? no I mean, it's yeah. more and some stuff. And I think they sh- they have an actor playing Robin. I saw the. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched those Ghost Hunter shows. I did watch uh, them. Not 
really that I don't, much. There are so many different ones. I, there's, one of them, I guess, is really well known, and like one of the two hosts is like known for the macabre stuff he buys, like the haunted things. Yeah. I, I don't know if, if this is a specific one or not, but like I've read many stories about he, how he buys like the most haunted things in the world, and right. he keeps them in like a... His own, he's got like a Dybbuk his, box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he keeps them in like a warehouse of something. Um, just last week, he bought the LaBianca house. No. It was, a, it was for sale. 2.9? 2.9 million. Uh, and the creepiest thing is that it's almost as is it's had various owners over Mm -hmm. the years but like the furniture is still 60s era like they didn't change anything i kind of respect that it's like when the um uh the house that was the outside of the brady bunch yeah yeah one on sale lance lance bass wanted to buy it but then he got a little too excited then someone came in and scooped it yeah scooped it up overbid yeah and then uh they made a tv show about yeah the refurbishing the renovation of it yeah so that's an unfortunate situation for Lance getting too exciting and tweeting something. Yep. Yeah. So Shot keep those wide. things that you hold dear close to your chest, people. Until the papers are signed. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's a nice segue bringing it back to Lance Bass. Uh, you know, I can well do done. I can do your job too. <laughs> not sure about that. Not not as well, but you know, I can I can come in here every so often. Mm-hmm. Re-energized. Yeah, well, you've you've gotten some time. So this two weeks off has been very helpful for me and the show. Maybe. 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 We're a little slow, but, you know, it's been a while since we've had this uh, banter back and forth. It's so. true. The banter. So yeah. I mean, We're we... putting Stacy to sleep I already. Know. That, that, that Valiant's kicking in. It's a Xanax. Whatever. Same yeah. thing. Different. I know it's different, but. Yeah. I needed it. I was like, dude. Man. We all need it. I think this is going to be the a Gripes of Wrath Hollywood version this yeah. week. Gripes of Wrath. The Hollywood. Yeah. The Hollywood edition. Hollywood edition. The Hollywood edition, because we're just like, let's just be angry at the town and what they're giving us. Shakespeare's Shakes guy. I'm just more, let me be a mother here. I'm just more disappointed. With, just disappointed in Hollywood. Like, well, there's so many good people out there with great ideas, and they just <laughs> won't take any chance on them. No. Come on. And, and even people who have, who are already established, like writers and creators. They're, they have, like, stuff, you know, and and I know that they would like to be like, oh, my gosh, why do I have to work on this shit again? I can't, like, why do you want the same shit over and over again? Because I can, because everything's been done before, basically. Mm-hmm. It's just, we, we tell we tell the story in a different way. Um, why do we have to keep telling the story in the same way? <laughs> People are getting tired of it. Oh, no, they're, they're there. They're tired. The, yeah. So far, the top five grossing movies of the year. They're all Disney, which has never happened before. Oh, my God. Every single one is a sequel or a reboot. Oh, like, uh, it's, it's all the... It's Aladdin, Lion King, Toy Story, Endgame, and I forget the fifth, but it's also a Disney. It's worldwide, though. It could be Captain Marvel, maybe. Yeah, Except that wouldn't be a reboot or a, a sequel. But, but I, guess, a... I guess they have to do it movie-wise. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Um, I guess they have to do it movie-wise because television is killing them creatively. Yeah. Well, there's there's more opportunity for television now that because there's so many outlets. Mm-hmm. Given they won't open the door for us at the moment, uh, they will. They're going to open it. But uh, have some great stuff, y'all. We have great stuff. But we'll get there later. Um, not worry about that right now. Yeah. But th- there's still some great shows out there. We've uh, been talking about them. We've been talking about some old movies that should ah, actually. Uh, what was the DJ one with no hands? I would love to see that remake. Vibrations. Vibrations, yes. Oh, my God. There is a song that I just heard. Vibranium. Vibranium. What's the name of the, like, the, the metal? That, Vibranium. Vibranium. It's mentioned in this new Ed Sheeran song with uh, Stormzy. Oh, my God. They, they talk about, like, there's a, there's a thing, and it says Vibranium. And I was like, oh, my God. No, he did not. And I like, went back, and I was like, oh, my God, he did. Well, if he only talked about Vibranium and Unattainium, Unobtainium. 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 Is it? Is that the? Uh... Unobt from Avatar. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh. Oh my God! If if I, the movie Vibrations had been set within the MCU, and oh. you could have had like like oh. Winter, Winter Soldier has his vibranium arm, you could have had some vibranium uh, hands. We'd be crushing it. Oh Lord. He'd be DJing. Um, Ibiza. <laughs> Ibiza. Ibiza. Um... Oh, that's always. I always like that line in. Uh... Oh God! What was it? Uh, Dark Knight. Or was it? No, it wasn't Dark Knight. It was a. Uh, what was the third one? Dark Knight Rises. Yes, where the Catwoman. You think? Oh, it's a Bitha. Oh, or yeah. Bar- Barcelona or whatever. Barcelona. Oh yeah. 
I arrive at Wembley ahead of time, and that's the stadium's man, man are aliens. I drink super malt and vibranium. You I've got an RM11 titanium. Oh and God! I, and I, I can't, I can't do it. Drinks vibranium. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ed, it's, I think you've. Had... No. Well, he's not doing. Oh. It's called. It's the song is called "Take Me Back to London," and it's it's by Ed Sheeran and uh, Stormzy. So Stormzy's doing the rap on that. Stormzy's doing the rap. Okay. He's the one who says vibranium. Yeah, that makes more and sense. And I was just like, I was like, what? <laughs> well, it's most most rap nowadays. It's just like what. And it's vibranium, capitalized. Hmm. Well, yeah. It's a thing now. It's a word. Apparently so. People use it. Mm-hmm. Obviously. They're rapping about it. Uh-huh. In, in England. <laughs> they do rap there, by the way. They do. They have good rappers there. <laughs> or they did. I don't, I don't know about that. I haven't been in the game of listening to rap as much as I was back in the day. a Dizzy Rascal fan in my day. Yeah. I, I have some of his stuff. Yeah, I used for yeah. class. What was I? Was DJ Format was my go-to. But he'd bring American rappers over, so he's more of a. Obviously, he was a DJ. DJ. Hmm. But he had a very cut chemist style to him, so cut. He was very good at cutting in music and like just using uh, sound bites, and things neat. like that. Um, like Frankenstyle. Yes, which would be a good DJ name. Frankenstyle. Yeah. I'm using it. It's mine. All right. Okay, Copy. Spotify. Copying, writing it now. Okay, get there to it. Go. Just spend that thousand dollars on that one. Yep. Done. Or nine hundred and fifty dollars. I'll find it somewhere. In a boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone? Do we want to do a Stacy streaming with Stacy? Uh, she, she did last. It's my okay, turn. so it's a please pick with Nate. There you go. Yeah, See, I he's do. on Been top hold, of it. Holding on to this one for weeks. Look at that. He's so excited. To keep in onto the uh, comic book slash uh, illustrated comic. World. World. Uh, this week's choice is The Rocketeer. Ooh. Personal favorite. Made in 1999. Mm-hmm. Set in 1938 Los Angeles. 99? No, I'm sorry, 91. Yeah. Excuse me, did I say 99? Yeah. I was 91. Like, Wait a minute, no. uh, set in 1938 Los Angeles, where uh, mobsters steal a prototype jetpack from Howard Hughes and then hide it because they're being pursued by both Howard Hughes and the Nazis. Unrelated, well, you, we think. <laughs> um, and they hide this prototype jetpack in an air hangar in outside, I believe, in Santa Monica. And the the air hangar belongs to a failed jet pilot, uh, test pilot, um, named. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? It's something Secor. Um, and he and his uh, his mechanic friend, played by Alan Arkin. Oh, by the, uh, the hero is played by uh, Billy Campbell. They find this prototype and decide to rebuild it and use it, and he learns how to fly with it, and he becomes the rocketeer fighting crime. Uh, the, his love interest in it, fantastic, Jennifer Connelly. Mm-hmm. And it was early 90s Jennifer Connelly when she was still doing, like, Inventing the Abbots mm-hmm. and Career Opportunities, and for lack of a more PC term. She was very voluptuous back then. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, she is a wannabe actress uh, who's starring in a movie with uh, uh, Timothy Dalton, who is the big Hollywood star at the time. His name is Neville Sinclair. That's like the best name ever. And he, it turns out, finds out that her boyfriend has is the Rocketeer, and he wants to try to steal it because he is a Nazi. And fun story, he's based on Errol Flynn, who was a Nazi. Oh, I didn't yeah, know so that. Yeah, so that character is totally based on Errol Flynn. Oh, so, yes, so hijinks ensue, action. There is a nice airship battle over Los Angeles. Airships, like, like, like as in like Hindenburg. The Ze- like the Zeppelin, <laughs> yes. This was eight, This was 38. This was yep. before it. No, actually, when did the Zeppelin crash? I don't remember. Um, around that time. Yeah, right around yeah. that time, but there was an airship. Yeah. Um, needless to say, the, uh, the Zeppelin kind of was the end of the airship program in the U.S. Yeah. But no, it's Rocketeer, fantastic movie. There, there. Nineteen thirty-seven was the disaster. Okay, so the, the the Nazis brought this one over. Right. There's a fun uh, gag at the end when one of the I don't want to I don't want to spoil it, but somebody blows up. Uh, one of the villains blows up and ends up taking out the, this whole fight in the Zepp oh, on top of the Zeppelin. They're fighting on top of the airship, and this fight breaks out, and one of the villains blows up in down into the Hollywood sign. That's back when it was Hollywood Land, and he blows up the land part of the sign, which makes it just Hollywood. Mm-hmm. 
Do we I know like, when that was taken down or what the reason? The, it was it, falling apart. It was falling apart, and then when they re, they renovated it in like the 70s or 80s, and they just were like, the, there's no point. Hollywood Land was a real estate like, area, subdivision. Yeah. Yeah. So like they were like, it's, let's just leave it as Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering. Like, also very cursed. Many people has committed suicide off of it. Mm-hmm. Well, is that why it's fenced off and highly yes. yeah. watched on now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, it's not... Like, people commit suicide they also attempt suicide and they very, get they get very hurt i lived up there for many a year it's not that we're not talking about a steep drop yeah. off it's a hill yeah it's like a i mean if you jump off the letters you're pulling a, a wesley and princess buttercup rolling down the hill yeah. you're not you're not falling yeah you could you could definitely injure yourself and maybe make yourself a vegetable for the rest you of your out, life i guess yeah you, you can a number of things yeah, could happen but i think it's like <laughs> That'd be horrible. It's not a safe bet on a way to die. No. Like if you really want to kill yourself, don't throw. There are better off. ways of doing yeah. it. Is what yeah. you're saying? Exactly. Hmm. Look, I'm not. I'm not condoning suicide. I'm not telling people that they should go kill themselves. But I'm just saying, if you want to do it, you're going to figure out a way. Just don't. Don't do it from there. <laughs> I feel free. Feel free to hit us up if that's the case, and uh, Stacey will talk you off the ledge. I will talk you off the ledge. There I don't go. think it's worth it. Is that next next week's episode? Um, off the ledge. Off the ledge. Off the ledge. The, is that the next? <laughs> I, I think I think I've uh, developed a new episode for that. Yeah, oh. that's what we'll go for. That's our theme. Not killing yourself. Yep. Teenage suicide. Don't do it. As we're as we're in a sweat box <laughs> at this point in time. I I, I mean, sort of on the same line of somewhat similar topic. You remember the song "Jumper" by um, Three Eyed Blind? Uh, yep. yep. For the longest time, the the line is, "I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend." Mm-hmm. I thought it was, "I wish you would step off of that ledge, my friend." And I'm like, <laughs> "Are you telling your friend to commit suicide? Why is this song on the radio?" Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I th- I'm assuming there are a few songs about suicide that uh, have made the radio. Oh yeah. There's a song about school shooting which they took off the radio, but then they're like, well, "This is about calm mind, not the." Mm-hmm. I think it was after the. Uh, the elementary school one. Uh, Sandy well, Hook? Yes. Yeah. Well, the, were you thinking about the Foster the People song? Yeah. 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 Um, Jeremy. Well, Jeremy, yeah. Yep, yep. That song. That, that, I mean, that, um, that, that showed us suicide in the classroom. Well, that, that video, yeah. 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 They pulled the video and then they redid it. They showed a different... It, it was like, oh, look, now, like, almost 30 years later. Oh, they Sorry, did. just kids just go to school and then that's what they yeah, see. Yeah, no, I mean... We go to a garlic festival and that's what you see. I know. And this and this is the thing I I I didn't realize it and they were like he cut through the fence because there were metal detectors there. Yeah, shocking. To help people at, at a garlic mm. festival, folks. Like a yeah. They were trying to protect. They already they already was like, well, we don't know what fuck, fucking kind of shit is going to happen. We're going to try to protect you and then yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh. But remember, remember America. People don't kill people. Guns kill people. Actually, but I think technically the Republican Party says guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, mm. the people that have a gun. No, but this guy didn't, this 19-year-old didn't walk up to a 6-year-old and no, strangle him to death. Uh, yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, but no. Yeah. I mean, I no, no, no. I just like, I, I'd rather leave today on a bit more of a. We can go uh, to a higher up, note. Uptick of a note than that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean. Um, well, we can discuss. I have a script that I didn't want to mention before, but um, it's a all male re- um, version of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. It's called Brotherhood of the Traveling Cargos. Oh. And I want to see if this hypocrisy goes both ways. It totally does. Like, are women going to be up in arms that I'm remaking a um, lovely, well respected women's empowerment movie? Not if you make it about gay or trans men. I have to do some rewrites. Right now, it's written for the Chris's. Oh. All the Chris's. Oh, you know what? But if you could get all the Chris's, I think we'd be fine with that. Who? The Chris's. The Chris's. Chris oh, Pratt. Oh, yes. <laughs> Chris <Okay>. Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. And which is the other? Oh, Chris Pine. Yeah. Definitely Chris Pine. Yeah. What about Chris Klein? No. No? Uh, he could use a boost. I mean, let's give, give a guy a break here. I mean, he was the first Chris. I think there's been plenty of Chris's before. Yeah, but yeah, I, he was the, the teen heartthrob from American Pie. Yeah. And here on Earth. He's not a part. He's not in the league with these Chris's. No. These Chris's are all action Chris's. 
the action hero Chris's rollerball. The extra Chris, the extra Chris, I am going to put in that's really going to, really going to catch you off guard is Chris Plummer. Oh well, Christopher Plummer is a national treasure. He's a well, I mean, he's not even American. No, <laughs> he's no. a he's a treasure. Yeah, he's a film icon. Yes, he is. Yeah, but he was. He was. Uh, I liked it when he played a Klingon in Star Trek. Undiscovered Star, Star Trek Six. Undiscovered Country. One of my favorite <laughs> Star Trek movies. He was a. Um, yeah, he was uh, the 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 Klingon captain who was obsessed with Shakespeare. Yes, exactly. Gray Havoc. And let's lift the and, dogs of war. And as he and Bones and Spock were doing the the surgery on it. Yep. Bones just like anything to get this guy to shut up. Yep. <laughs> And that's the show for today, folks. Yay! Really, nothing else? That's that, that, that. I thought that was it. That is going to be it. There we go. All right. Yeah. I just usually get a response from, like, you guys ramble on for another minute Would or so. Would you do something with